Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Well... Remember that $600 that was being handed out to those on the receiving end of unemployment insurance? The $600 extra coming from the CARES Act? Well, there were many who were nervous that that big chunk of money had turned itself into an incentive not to work. So you're working some kind of job, minimum wage maybe, Aunt Rona shows up. (laughs) That's how I affectionately refer to the coronavirus now. Is it insensitive? I don't care. Aunt Rona shows up. No offense to any of the Aunt Ronas out there. Aunt Rona shows up, and because she's making herself known here in the community, a number of uh, jobs had to be shut down. You lost a lot of them. And so you sign up for your unemployment insurance, and if you qualify for even one penny, of unemployment insurance money, you are also then automatically qualified for the full $600 coming to you from the federal government and the taxpayer. Well, that gave way to some unintended consequences. And I say unintended, you know, just because it kind of rolls off the tongue. I don't know if they were unintended, but a consequence nonetheless of that extra $600 Uh, was that there were many, and I am aware of many firsthand through conversations with both employees and employers, that there was a great reluctance to return to work even when the opportunity presented itself because of the sweet deal coming from unemployment insurance. Well, there have been uh, some renegotiations, and that first round of stimulus money Uh, has come to an end. No more checks being cut of the $600 value. And uh, a second CARES Act, CARES 2, has been negotiated. And on that front of unemployment aid, uh, it is a reduction. Right now, the agreement from Senate leadership is that in lieu of $600, that it will be only $200 uh, in federal monies handed down to those who qualify. All right. That is one of many uh, features to have been negotiated uh, right now and are make up the various elements of the CARES 2 Act. Uh, another one has to do uh, with another $1,200. If this version of this stimulus package makes its way all the way to the president's desk, there will be another $1,200 per qualifying taxpayer, either directly deposited into your checking account or Uh, sent to you through the mail, 
plus, I, I believe, $500 uh, for your children, for your dependent children, uh, if you qualify. So uh, if, you are, if you're in a tough spot still, uh, this is a piece of legislation that is designed to help you. So uh, let's walk through uh, a little bit of how this will go. First off, uh, if you remember back to last week, there were, uh, some, uh, there were some details shared on the floor of the, the U.S. Senate by Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. Last week, he, he talked about the need for more uh, stimulus money very broadly. We need to find the right sort of middle ground, middle ground that is smart and safe but also more sustainable. And then he discussed uh, his position on this unemployment uh, benefit I described. We clearly, I think, overwhelmingly feel that paying people more to stay home than to go back to work has been a deterrent to getting back to work. Uh, You're not likely to see anything like that in the starting place that I'll lay out in the next couple of days. All right. And then finally, uh, from Mitch McConnell and this CARES Act, too, uh, he does discuss, again, the direct payments of more stimulus checks like the first round of $1,200. We want another round of direct payments, direct payments to help American families keep driving our national comeback. All right. So how will this be handled? How will it be Uh, negotiated with the other groups which uh, are in need of negotiating with. That is uh, Democrats in the Senate as well as the House. And in the address from the floor of the Senate on Friday uh, from Mitch McConnell, he laid out uh, some team members, essentially. (laughs) This proposal will be presented by uh, eight senators. And I won't bore you with the details of what uh, each of these senators will be uh, presenting, but I will tell you that Mitt Romney is involved. Yeah, Mitt Romney uh, is involved, uh, including a bill that would, quote, help a future Congress evaluate bipartisan proposals for protecting and strengthening the programs that Americans count on. This is uh, the, the recently sponsored bill by Senator Romney called the Trust Act. And that establishes congressional rescue committees to develop recommendations and legislation to improve critical social contract programs. So that piece of legislation is expected to be a part of, and the programs programs developed in that legislation likely to be part of this CARES 2 Act going forward. All right, what else? What are the details? $1,200, we know that one. Uh, unemployment benefits will be reduced, likely from uh, $600 to something uh, between $100 and $200. And then, here's one that you you hear mentioned every once in a while, another one of those unintended consequences that is something taking place on such a large scale that it almost demands some sort of intervention if, uh, if landlords aren't able to get it under control themselves. And it is a moratorium on evictions. Yeah, a moratorium on evictions. Forbes reports that the CARES Act put a moratorium on evictions. We know that. That applied to buildings with a mortgage backed by the government. Landlords of those buildings were also not allowed to initiate uh, eviction proceedings or charge additional fees or penalties for nonpayment. Uh, the renters, though, of course, still required to pay rent during the eviction grace period and may uh, face repercussions for non-payment, including eviction after the moratorium ends. Now, that was all part of the first CARES Act. 
That moratorium expired on Friday. It's unclear how long a new moratorium would be extended for, but uh, Kudlow made it known on CNN State of the Union over the weekend that a moratorium would be extended. Larry Kudlow uh, would be extended in this next package. There is also additional aid uh, created for states. This new draft proposal uh, will include some of the state aid, uh, which was uh, described and called for by House Democrats in the HEROES Act. Uh, there will be money for schools. About $105 billion uh, will, go, will flow through the Department of Education and then on to K-12, uh, as well as higher education establishments. There is some student loan relief. Um, there is a five-year liability shield. Uh, Senator McConnell said he wants to see this five-year liability shield for businesses, nonprofits, schools, medical providers, uh, and other professionals dating back to the start of this year. His uh, objective there would be to prevent frivolous lawsuits from arriving uh, out of this pandemic. And now uh, there is the question of a return to work bonus. Return to work bonus. There were a number of uh, Republican lawmakers, including Kevin Brady, who was the author of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act from uh, a few years ago, as well as Senator Rob Portman from Ohio, calling for return to work bonuses. They saw enhanced unemployment benefits as a dis disincentive to return to work and that uh, to counteract that, we've got to get back into the business of incentivizing work. And so uh, I'm not sure if this is like good money after bad or uh, one of those scenarios. Uh, I may be more of a mind to re remove the initial incentive rather than adding uh, a competing incentive. I don't know. I'm not a U.S. senator yet. Uh, <laughs> who knows? Um, and so not sure exactly how, how that will work out, if it will enjoy sufficient <clears throat> sufficient uh, support by Senate Democrats and members of the House. Uh, the last one, payroll tax cut, uh, that one not likely to make it through. And after after that element did not emerge from the negotiations amongst uh, Republican leadership in the Senate, uh, the president did send a tweet uh, which said, the Democrats have stated strongly that they won't approve a payroll tax cut. Too bad, he says. It would be great for workers. The Republicans, therefore, didn't want to ask for it. Dems, as usual, are hurting the working men and women of our country. Uh, now, listen, you might read that and think, oh, the sour grapes. But no, 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 no. You see, the president does things a little bit differently. This is about as graceful as we're going to get. So let's score that one a win. <laughs> at least in terms of observing the president uh, in a negotiating setting. Okay, so uh, he has uh, conceded defeat on that front, and he has done so in just about as uh, graceful a fashion as he, he might be capable, uh, via Twitter, that is. Um, okay, lastly, before we go to break, what's the timeline? Uh, it needs to happen fast. It needs to happen very fast. You see, the Senate, uh, they're headed to recess August 7th. The House uh, headed to recess in just a few days now. So everything that I've just described, it will need to be negotiated all the way to its final form uh, with all the parties involved. And then it's going to have to be breakneck lightning speed uh, for the legislative process. Uh, there need to be votes. Uh, there needs to be a little bit of debate, maybe some amendments. Ultimately, the president needs to sign because a lot needs to happen and there's very little time 
uh, for it to take place. So keep checking back here with us each day. I will bring you the developments on this front uh, because it's important. It quite literally is the future of our economy. The future of our economy hangs in the balance right now. This piece of legislation here may have the greatest impact on what happens next in terms of the American economy. And beyond that, the global economy. All right. So we'll leave it at that. That's what we know now. Uh, and as soon as we know more, we'll bring it to you here. All right, quick break right now. And then when we come back, a friend of mine, Bruce Huff, national committeeman, he is going to be joining me on the program. It's been announced by President Trump that there will be no RNC convention goings on down in Florida. Everything is back to North Carolina. So what's going to happen? What needs to happen? We'll talk to someone who will be there next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.